This podcast is brought to you by Brisk Languages, and it has the purpose of helping you improve your listening skills. guys, I'm Barbara and I'm here with Marta. Hello, how are you doing guys? And uh, we're going to talk about a special topic today. I think it's an interesting topic for you guys who uh-huh. had to work uh, online and develop new skills and adapt and how crazy these last months were, right? Uh-huh. 2020 was a year that Uh, It will go down in history as the pandemic year for sure. So we would like to talk a little bit about um, how that year actually changed the way we work. Everybody knows the new expression of adapting to the new normal, right? And uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the soft skills that had to be developed by people in 2020. And even though it was a different year from what most of us expected, there are still many things that we could learn and uh, I think it will make a difference, right, Uh on the way we are going to work from now on. Those soft skills will definitely make us uh, better professionals and uh, they helped us evolve not only as human beings but as workers. Uh, developing not only because we had to adapt to new tools to a new way of life to a new routine to that new normal I just mentioned but those soft skills uh, I think they are so important and lately they were being a little bit more important Mm -hmm. even for companies more than just the resume itself but they are definitely important and I think that was a good a little bit of a good outcome uh, from 2020 that could actually uh, improve how the way we work and how people look at these professionals that uh, were bred from uh, 2020. <laughs> Absolutely, and I was thinking about some, like how things changed, mm-hmm. how business changed, like uh, would you ever imagine like local stores, small little stores selling by WhatsApp yes. and uh-huh. uh, uh, delivery apps have never been so popular. popular. Uh-huh, for sure. Like crazy. Groceries pick up, like everything that you needed to buy from a grocery store, uh, you would have to order by WhatsApp, like you were saying, and then pick it up at the store. Or even these little stores or big supermarkets, they were delivering at home as well, uh, teaching. <laughs> our field like became a totally different uh, way of working like mm-hmm. teaching online was a big challenge for every teacher like across the world we've known uh, we had feedback from many teachers from our colleagues and even worldwide it has been a challenge mm-hmm. and it's crazy because teaching being a teacher it's all about human contact and that was taken from us that's how you actually uh, can be a better teacher I would say that rapport that you can actually build with your student inside a classroom or whatever place you're teaching Mm -hmm. but being in person in front of your student having that contact and being able to make that connection it's so important Mm -hmm. 
and all of a sudden we didn't have that anymore. We had a screen and that screen really was a barrier. And we're talking about adults, adults. We teach adults. Imagine little kids. Yes, that teenagers. Was, Jesus Christ, that was <laughs> the biggest challenge, I think. I, I have the baby, right? I have Pedro and he's two years old. I could never imagine how difficult it was to manage him throughout a whole day. You know, and still have to work, of course, because we had to come up with new routines and new uh, ways of entertaining him. During uh -huh. the first uh, months of the pandemic, we were really enclosed. Uh huh. Like, sure, and he he wouldn't go to school anymore, he right? He wouldn't go so. to school. He wouldn't go to the park because he's a very active child, and we were literally uh, locked inside the house, and it's. It's, it was really difficult and imagine how those teachers that were responsible and they kept uh, delivering classes, they kept delivering activities. Uh, I, I, seriously, I had no idea how creative these teachers could actually be and how they improved their ways mm -hmm. of delivering classes and activities and entertaining these kids sure. because even teenagers it's it is difficult but a child it's so hard to keep them focused for the le the, the the most little amount of time you know it's so crazy it's so difficult mm -hmm. so yes here's my a round of applause <laughs> for teachers all over the world because yes they they have they were outstanding they outdone sure, themselves sure, for sure. sure and i i have a friend who is a physical education teacher mm -hmm. and she said oh my gosh i, I just grew so much this year mm -hmm. because she had to teach physical education inside like in thinking that many kids lived in a small apartment. Uh -huh. So she had to teach these different activities and come up with different activities. And physical activities, it's even more difficult. Uh -huh. It's crazy. Uh -huh. it's, it's not just the entertainment, but getting the students to actually perform mm -hmm. the activities when they're Without at home. Without breaking the house. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's crazy, just crazy. Uh, but many other things, e-commerce mm -hmm. got even bigger. Uh, online workouts. You just mentioned, <laughs> right? And the gyms were closed. They were the last uh, uh, facilities to open. So it was so difficult for uh, personal trainers and the gyms, the, the facilities that had to close for so long. And the only option was actually trying to teach those classes online. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about, like I said, it's physical activity. Imagine how difficult it is to keep a person focused and actually delivering, performing the physical activity that they need through a screen. Mm -hmm. And without the equipment, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> because yes, in the gym, at the gym you yeah. have the everything, everything available. Uh -huh. So at home, most people don't, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just thinking about my husband because he actually bought a couple, <laughs> a couple tools so he could practice uh, at home. But like you said, some children were in small apartments, most people don't have the equipment to practice uh, any physical activity at home. So it's so difficult. Imagine teachers, uh, the physical educator teacher you were mentioning, your friend, how are they going to teach basketball, swimming, football? There's no space, there's no pool, there's no, how, mm -hmm. you know? So whatever they came uh, up with, it was like, seriously, we need to praise them a lot. 
and mm-hmm. uh, we are teachers, but <laughs> it's a totally new level, like a, a whole new challenge when we're talking about mm-hmm. physical activities or um, dealing with teenagers or children. It's very hard, very mm-hmm. difficult. For sure. And I actually wanted to share with you guys a research uh, that was made with rats. And it's very interesting because it suggests that for humans, it we, was the same, the same because they studied, uh, they were studying the brain. Uh-huh. So the idea was that they uh, put rats in, a sp- in the place that they are, they were already used to being, and they gave like a new task, a more difficult challenge for them, like a different place to get food, for example. Uh-huh. So once they learned that activity in that environment, they took the rats and uh, they took the rats to another environment like a totally different one with a different uh, color, smell, the, the way things were were totally different uh, and then they uh, thought that the rats would be able to do the to perform the same way but they couldn't actually mm-hmm. uh, at once and just the following week when they they did the same uh, activity. activity then they were able to do it but, but they get they had to get accustomed to the new environment exactly. first exactly even though the task was exactly the same uh-huh. but the environment was totally different so uh, and this is related to brain stuff but the the research suggests that for us that works the same way so if we when we think about our jobs and the way we used to do it at uh, in the office, when we transfer that to our house, we think, oh, it's the same activity, I already know how to do that. But actually, because the environment is totally different, it changes everything. So it's like we are learning a new job. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, and it, it, if you think about it, it totally makes sense because uh, you wake up, but you don't have to get dressed. And this was very mentioned in the beginning of the pandemic because you're home. Then it gets to lunchtime. You have to cook your own lunch. So you have the smell of the food that is going to distract you. So uh, all and these the dishes things. and the house is dirty. Exactly, because I don't know, but I wouldn't be able to just eat, leave the dishes there <laughs> and then get back to work. I have to clean it first or else it's going to be messy. And it, it's so it makes so much sense because it's so hard first you have to adapt to the new environment and then you can actually uh, perform the way you used to well, as productive as and if you think about it uh, most people actually complain that they were even though they were at home they were working twice as hard and twice mm-hmm. as long during the pandemic even though they were at home. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe the reason why. Mm-hmm. Like this, this research actually explains that. Sure. Makes total sense. <laughs> but the good news is that it, may, it gets easier with uh-huh. time. So we can see that too. Uh, once we adapted, yes. it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's just like I was saying in the beginning, it's just a matter of finding your way through a new routine or establishing that establishing. new routine mm-hmm. and then working your way around it, mm-hmm. you know? I think that the most important thing is trying to keep uh, being as productive and being as organized as you've always been. You know, that's that's I think that's the hardest thing you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. And then when it's time to quit uh, working or stop, Uh finish working like it's seven, eight, whatever uh, time you used to uh, uh, clock out. 
you need to, that's your goal. That's what you need to do, even and though you're at home. that's the difficult part. Uh -huh, because exactly. the, the reason you're home, you're comfortable. Uh -huh, it, doesn't, exactly. it doesn't actually feel like you're working. But if you actually started at seven or eight in the morning like you used to, you have to finish at seven or eight at night because that's what it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. Because if your brain gets uh, busy with just working, you're gonna eventually sacrifice your personal life, your social life, or your family life. Uh, mm -hmm. Something is gonna have to give in, right? Because work is taking over your personal life. So that's where we need to pay attention and keep the balance. Mm -hmm. Sure, and when we don't have this barrier established, like mm -hmm. the place to work and the place to study, uh, to study, no, to, to work, mm -hmm. uh, it's even harder. Yes, for sure. So soft skills that we've learned, but basically what's the difference between soft skills and uh, hard skills? Hard skills are basically the, the ones that we have on the resume normally. So I am good with uh, Microsoft Office, I have a degree in psychology, I have a workshop at blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So these are the skills that you can actually measure, you can learn from school, you can have a certification from it or a diploma. These are the things that are measurable and that you can prove. You can mm -hmm. give proof immediately that you have achieved them, right? These skills. Soft skills, they are a little bit more, um, how can I say? More <laughs> <laughs> difficult to measure, basically. They're, yes, mm. because they, they, they are more related to traits of personality. They are a little bit more subjective uh, because they are uh, related to things that you have acquired by experience or with uh, the help of other people, of course, but it's going to take a little bit of time when you start in a new company, for example, to show that you have them. You, have, you need time to show that you're a productive person, that you're a creative person. You cannot make proof immediately that you're adaptable, flexible, that you have uh, good communication skills or you are a good team player, right? Mm -hmm. So these, this is the difference between soft skills and hard skills. Mm -hmm. So get, let's get over, uh, get started here. I think the number one soft skill that we had to develop <laughs> we, we and improve kind of in, <laughs> yeah, was uh, adapt, adaptability and flexibility. Mm -hmm. Just because, as you said, we work didn't for, have a choice. Yeah, we, yeah. we definitely <laughs> didn't have a choice. We would even either quit or mm -hmm. adapt. Exactly. So, and it's uh, interesting that. Of course, it was hard at the beginning, but now, I don't know, at least I feel that I can work anywhere. Anywhere, anyhow, <laughs> under any conditions, <laughs> whatever we come, we can deal with it. And uh. that's the good thing. Uh, adaptability sometimes uh, comes through a big challenge, right? When we fa see ourselves facing something completely new and completely different. And if you think about our students, for example, how many times do we tell our students that they actually learn outside of the comfort zone? Mm -hmm. And how hypocritical <laughs> are we when we actually have to see ourselves out of, uh, of our comfort zones to actually improve our soft skills of adapt adaptability and flexibility, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes. Uh, uh, managed to create an efficient work schedule, teaching your child from home while keeping tabs on uh, the health of an elder. For example, some people live with their parents. So it's, it was hard 
to manage uh, your personal and professional life. And the pets the making noise and breaking the stuff. <laughs> Actually, my cat was actually wonderful. I cannot complain. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some other cases you can share with us. You had to deal with breaking stuff and <laughs> trying to leave the house. <laughs> People had to improve nets on the windows. <laughs> no, just because he's a little crazy. But, but, but he is when he's not well behaved. I just lock the door in. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. We had to improvise and that means being uh, able to adapt quickly. So um, you'll be able to say with confidence uh, during any networking session that you are experienced in taking care of different things at the same time. So this is something that the pandemic brought us. It was something that we learned. It was something that was very good and that you can say, I had a whole year, yes, because this is going to mm -hmm. last a couple more months <laughs> at least. So you had a, a whole year of like an immersion of adaptability, yeah. <laughs> basically. So it's good. It's something that, uh, again, it's not, uh, you're not going to be able to immediately make proof of it. But yes, you can at least tell about the experience that you had and how it uh, made you grow as mm -hmm. a professional, right? Give them some examples. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Uh -huh. Next one, communication, mm -hmm. another big one. So first of all, we had to learn how to work with these new tools, right? Um, of course, many companies already uh, we're used to working with Zoom or Skype, but that was not the reality for most of us. Exactly. So uh -huh. learning these new tools and uh, and there are so many platforms available, and you had to choose. We, we basically, as teachers, and we teach online classes, we had to choose the best. Uh, platform the best tool for each student because for example uh, if you have a group of three people you cannot use zoom anymore because it's only 40 minutes uh, a 40 minute limit and if you have a one hour class you can't use zoom so then you switch to Google Teams or something like that so if you have one student that's a little bit more um, of age you're gonna choose Skype because it's a little easier it's like a phone uh, uh, the way it works so you basically have to work we we are responsible for knowing how all the tools and platforms work so we can actually choose the best for each of our students mm -hmm. right so learning this was something that for sure uh, made us be better teachers mm -hmm. be able to deal with different things and different uh, softwares and platforms uh, then we had of course to learn how to deal with them we had to Google and YouTube a lot of videos <laughs> right so and it is so important for example uh, how you can actually uh, actually leave a good impression after a class when you have to give a hard feedback to a student Oh, you have to improve this and this and this. And it's so much easier if you're in person. You can grab a book and say, oh, you can come here to this page and blah, blah, blah. But you're online. Mm -hmm. There is a screen in the middle, you know. There's no physical contact. There's no eye to eye. It's so difficult because if you have to tell the student, remember when you're reading, the student is going to look at the book. He's not looking at you anymore. So it is so important. And I imagine, for example, uh, big companies and CEOs that they have to give feedbacks to managers and uh, salespeople, it's gotta be crazy, you know, because mm -hmm. that's part of their daily life. 
to give feedback to uh, salespeople, for example, it's part of their daily life. So to, this was something they definitely had to learn how to improve quickly, how to give feedback, uh, even when you're online, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And I was also thinking how you would uh, present or organize information, mm -hmm. right? Because if you have a meeting with everybody, you could have you could write on a board, and then how do you do that online in a, a way board, that everybody? A flip chart. But then again, you have platforms that they have that flip chart tool or that sharing screen or whatever that you can actually. Of course, you're gonna always hinder a little bit of the face-to-face -face communication. But again, imagine a salesperson. How are they going to sell if they're not visiting their clients, if they're not showing, actually showing the physical product that people can touch, mm -hmm. that people can test? That's the hard part. I, I, I can only imagine how these people uh, came around these um, obstacles, you know? It's gotta be, it must have been difficult. Um, and this is where, for example, uh, visiting clients, uh, it's where you form connection, it's where you establish a connection with your possible client and actually you make the sale. Just sometimes because you're selling your image or the image of your company, mm -hmm. this is not there anymore. It's just a piece, uh, a brand on a screen. It's like watching TV, there's no connection. Mm -hmm. You need. People must, uh, these companies must have spent a lot of money on good marketing and publicity <laughs> because it's just crazy mm -hmm. how they actually were able to continue uh, making, I don't know, mm -hmm. their way. <laughs> and also networking in general, right? Because events and mm -hmm. conferences, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So how these people kept that mm -hmm. is very yeah. interesting. Everything started being only online or through the phone. So that interpersonal skill that uh, is so important, for example, even in a team, if you have a team of sales uh, people or a team of teachers like we had, we started our meetings online, we made sure that most, th most throughout of the pandemic we had a, a weekly meeting so we could see each other share our struggles, what we were dealing with. Some teachers were living alone and that's really difficult, I imagine. Uh, so it's, it was something that we had to learn, how to keep the teamwork dynamic, even when you're working far apart, right? Uh, far away from each other. Mm -hmm. uh, and how to keep that human contact when you sp spend your day in front of the computer, right? Because mm -hmm. even though you're, oh, I'm in front of the computer, but I have human contact with my client or my students or whatever, but what about your team? What about the people, your peers, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is so important that you know the struggles everyone is going through. You know, uh, my husband was mentioning that he's, he's already back at uh, school, teaching at the school, and he says it's so important to uh, talk to other teachers during the break and know that they are going through the same thing as we are and uh, knowing that they are also tired is not just you because they had uh, the longest semester <laughs> ever, right? So it's so important that that dynamic that you can share your feelings and share what you're uh, going through and even, I don't know, the difficulties that you're experiencing at work with your work, you know, sharing with other people, with mm -hmm. your peers. And also uh, asking for help mm -hmm. or sharing information uh -huh. that could be uh, tips to help your students or your colleagues or whatever. Yeah, for sure. That's something that we basically had to dig out of the hole. <laughs> 
All right, next one would be decision making. Mm -hmm. Thinking on your feet because uh, we basically had to learn how to deal with uh, the unexpected, right? Uh, many companies had to reinvent themselves and uh, leaders were definitely on the spot. And I believe that many leaders were, um, I don't know, they had to make it or break it because it was a decision making because you, you need to know what to do, you need to guide your team, you need to uh, set a new standard, uh, set new uh, new pattern, for example, for teaching. So because everything changed, but the quality, for example, of the product you're delivering, whatever it is, mm -hmm. needs to keep being no, high or mm -hmm. else they would just you're going to lose your students or you're going to lose your your clients mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure but i not only leaders but i was thinking about uh, employees in general like if they don't have their boss mm -hmm. or their leader uh, in front of them i don't know it doesn't make sense to ask for every little detail thing uh -huh. that they were doing so uh, this decision making was for everyone. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. Even the little uh, daily decisions that had to be made throughout your day, like, oh, now I would be with my leader in front, uh, in the desk in front, mm -hmm. at the desk in front of me, but he's not here. Should I call this client or not? Right? Mm -hmm. Makes total sense what you're saying. Emotional intelligence. That was something that we all had to learn and we were forced. Uh, basically, by definition, it's just the ability to understand, use and manage your own emotions in a positive way to relieve stress, communicate effectively, uh, empathize with others uh, and overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. So basically, conflict was already there, if you think about it. and. Uh, empathy was, again, something that people were giving a little bit more importance, but now it was something that uh, I think that this is actually what made the difference. If you are actually considering, like we were saying, other teachers in other situations, uh, teaching children or teenagers, that's so much harder to keep focused. Um, the, the communication uh, that comes with saying the right things at the right time, understanding that maybe the person is going through a hard time and keeping things to yourself and waiting for the right moment, being positive all the time. Yes, mm -hmm. this is something that we all had to deal mm -hmm. with. And we and know that so many people got depressed during the pandemic. Sure, right? that's what I was gonna say. Like we can say, my mom is a psychologist and she says like, we have no idea, uh, not uh, for everyone, like how, our emotions were all all got crazy mm -hmm. uh, because we it was were like a roller coaster. Yeah, like everyone. we we had to stay at home. That that was something that we would never anticipate. We were, our freedom was taken away. Mm -hmm. It's like you're going to jail and you did nothing. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Plus, you can die. Yes, and you can die if you go if you go outside. You can die, or you can die even in your house because groceries are coming in uh -huh. and food is coming in, and we need we we had to. Uh, to buy things, we still had to eat, we had to stock up on some toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was the crazy part. Um, and hand sanitizer. And hand sanitizer <laughs> and masks, which was the craziest thing. Uh, masks and hand sanitizer were so expensive. <laughs> but then again, creativity. Um, Brazil was like an example. Because masks were lacking, people started actually sewing them, 
right? Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. And this thinking outside of the box to find new solutions to completely new problems, this was like, wow. And, and people actually made it. They achieved that and creativity was there. Yes, Brazilians are very creative, but worldwide. Mm -hmm. You see, you see uh, pictures online of people using, I don't know, uh, Spider-Man masks and stuff. <laughs> Those are jokes, but still uh, people got creative. And when we say about masks and I'm talking about uh, things at home that people were actually able to make at home, but even when I was talking about marketing and publicity, uh, the, the thinking outside of the box to reach your clients and customers in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. That was like the make or break for many companies, I would say. Creativity started uh, turned out to be one of the most important soft skills as well, because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we had to think outside of the box. Even us as teachers, we had to think outside of the box to see which other platform would best suit our students or how our classes could uh, keep being as dynamic so we could keep our students focused and uh, keep them learning keep them evolving in the language that they're learning. So yeah, creativity, like mm -hmm. for sure, one of the most important soft skills. And we mentioned it a little bit, time management and focus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's harder for some people. Uh -huh. But <laughs> uh, so being productive, even with all the distractions that we have at home, and especially you <laughs> if you have kids uh -huh. or pets but even uh, even if you don't like being at home is totally different like your bed is there uh -huh. <laughs> staring at you, you have to focus on what you have to do at work and not surrender to uh-huh oh i need a little sure. rest <laughs> after lunch uh -huh. after lunch it's so difficult because your body kind of craves for a nap uh -huh. right but yes you need to be not only organized with your time like i said because if you're going to sacrifice that nap time you can actually trick yourself into saying oh i wor i will work a little bit later today but you're just screwing up your routine, basically. Mm -hmm. And so being organized with your time and professional with your tasks. So you wouldn't go to bed uh, or stay up late or not get dressed if you were uh, working at the company, right? Mm -hmm. So why are you doing that at home? So just being professional with the tasks that you still have at hands, I think that was the trick. Mm -hmm. I think that was a, the secret for the time management and focus that were necessary to sure. develop during the pandemic. Getting our phones away and uh -huh. focus on what, what you have to, to do. do. Uh -huh. <laughs> for sure. Guys, we hope you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being with us and we will see you next, next time. time. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.